Welcome to Topple Uncaged. I'm Steve Topple and you're locked on to the UK's hottest politics and music podcast. Each week I bring you the rawest takes on the big stories making the news, always joined by a very special guest. Then I pleasure your mind, body and soul with the freshest, most banging international music going. Uncaged. What's up, everyone? I am Steve Topple. It is Sunday the 30th of June, and that can only mean one thing. It's this week's edition of Topple Uncaged. So began the story of a charmless man, educated the expensive way. Yes, that song is, of course, Blur with Charmless Man. And this week's Topple Uncaged theme music, which it is, was picked by Ian Frank. What a great choice of song, Ian. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone else who suggested some really fab tunes, which sum up the week's news. But Ian's choice of Charmless Man perhaps sums it up best, because we have a plethora of charmless men all over the news this week. I mean, where to begin? I keep talking about this week in, week out, because it feels like it's rumbling on forever. But of course, the Tory leadership contest is made up of two charmless men. You have Boris Johnson and his bus calamities this week. And then, of course, you have the other charmless man in the Tory leadership contest, Jeremy Hunt, who announced this week that he would wipe off people's student debt if they became successful business entrepreneurs. I mean, never mind Mr. Hunt. What about doctors, teachers, nurses, scientists? What about their student debt? Um, actually, of course, he wouldn't wipe off doctors and nurses' student debt, would he? That would be asking far too much from the man who's attempted to privatise the NHS and went to all-out war with doctors over the contract for junior ones. But Blair's song also sums up another situation that has been slashed across the news this week, and the charmless man in this is, of course, everyone's favourite deputy leader of the Labour Party, Mr Tom Watson. Yes, Mr. Watson is another charmless man this week, not least for his involvement in the Chris Williamson furore. Williamson was let back into the Labour Party, then promptly suspended again following a further disciplinary investigation call. And it was Watson who organised around 90 Labour MPs to write a letter saying they demanded that he was suspended and how disgusted they were with it. This, for many Labour supporters, as I've seen across Twitter, just piles on the shit on top of shit with Tom Watson. I mean, how is he even still in that position? She came from Greece, she had a thirst for knowledge. Studied sculpture at St. Martin's College That's where I But final tweet Kerry Ann put out um, leads me into my next choice of song, actually. She said, The major benefit of burning bridges with the MSN. You can be true to your principles at all times and never risk losing a gig about it. Haven't regretted it for a day. Yes, I will let Pulp take this one away. I wanna live like common people. I wanna do whatever common people do. Why have I chosen Pulp? Common people? Well, because many of the new media commentariats and the old media commentariats have turned on Chris Williamson. They are not supporting him at all in his fight to become back in the Labour Party again. I see what I can do. 
I can't possibly name no names, but for me, the very fact these new media types have turned on Chris Williamson and will not support him sums them up. They're a bunch of self-serving, class carpet-bagging, metropolitan, only out for what they can get shits. It shows they have no principles and will sing to any old tune just to get by in life. And the reason I've chosen Pulp, because as I said, they're literally class carpet-bagging off other people's misery, pretending they're down with us when they're road, and that they're from working-class backgrounds. <laughs> You're a bunch of middle-class nitwits, the lot of you. Wanna sleep with common people? Oh, and trust me, if anyone fucks like a champion, it's me and Nicola Jeffrey. But she didn't understand. She just smiled and held my hand. But ultimately, what does all this mean? Why does it all matter? Because as always, people are getting themselves caught up over things which, in the grand scheme of things, are not really that important. We are being spoon-fed bread and circuses yet again. And this final song, for me, sums it up best. The future teaches you to be alone The present to be afraid of cold So if I can't shoot rabbits Then I can't shoot fascists Yes, it is, of course, the Manic Street Preachers with If You Tolerate This. And quite frankly, tolerating is what we are doing at the minute. There's so much other stuff going on in both the Tory party and outside of the realm of Westminster politics. But yet the media has become fixated on the situation with Chris Williamson. And quite frankly, the mainstream media also continue to uncritically flap the Tory leadership contest all in our faces. And if you I think one situation sums this up best for me. It was that on Thursday, 27th of June, UN Special Rapporteur and Extreme Poverty Philip Olsen, who visited the UK last November, gave a speech to the UN discussing what he found when he came to this country. Completely ignored by the mainstream press, apart from the Independent and the Guardian, who ran opinion pieces by him, he was once again scathing in his criticism about the suffering and destitution people in this country are facing. Homelessness rocketing, children going hungry, and around 30 DWP claimants dying a day at their hands. But it's alright, as long as you've got £5.82 a week to live on, then you're fine. According to the Department for Work and Pensions, you may have seen that a universal credit claimant was sanctioned and left with that much a month. Think on that while we get on with today's show. Soaring above this week's top stories, I'm free-flying with... My guest on today's free-flying with section is one of the most prominent and well-known disability rights campaigners in the UK. She is the indefatigable face of Disabled People Against Cuts, and she is also heavily involved in probably one of the most effective and important campaigns that is going on at the minute, hence why he, she has come on the podcast this week. She is a very good friend of mine and Nicola's, of course. She is a force to be reckoned with and one of the most eloquent campaigners, in my opinion, in this country. It's, of course, the amazing Paula P. Paula, thank you so much for coming back on the You're podcast welcome. for the for the third time, I think it is now. Yeah, thank you um, so much for having me on and hello to um, everybody listening in. 
Excellent. And there are a lot of people listening in. The v- listeners are on the up, which is excellent. So, Paula, we are here to talk about a campaign which um, some people may have spotted on social media because it is it's gaining a lot of traction. It's all over the place at the minute. And um, yeah. you, not only on social media, but it's also very visible across our capital city. This is, of course, a campaign about dump the metro lies about the DWP. Yeah. Now, so in short, if people have not seen it, what is the campaign all about, Paula? Um, the DWP, um, well, Department of Work and Pensions, in case people don't know what that is, <clears throat> decided to put a lot of um, adverts um, in <clears throat> papers like the Metro um, to say how great universal credit is, um, that it helps people get into work and no one's being sanctioned and they've spent an awful lot of money um, to get these adverts into the metro um, for nine weeks. Mm -hmm. And I need to point out to listeners, it was Sheffield Deepak and Jen up in Sheffield that actually broke this um, story around the campaign because they were given a leaked memo um, by a PCS member who works in the department um, saying about this um, campaign was coming up so Sheffield Deepak have actually led um, 150 million percent on this campaign and it's a big you know shout out to them for the work that they're still doing and um, so you know they came to everyone else in Deepak and said well what hashtag should we use well we said you know we already had a discussion and said right dump the metro we want the metro ads dumped and you know highlight these um appalling lies and bias that's in the metro and so we started saying to people okay we need you to go you know when you're on a bus when you're on the train when you're on the tram you know when you use public transport you see it grab as many copies of it as you can and stick it in recycling or make paper hats or, you know, line your cat litter trays with it and get your cat <laughs> to pee on it and everything like that. So, um, you know, we've just come to week six. Um, Is you it know, that long so I, already? Yeah, it's Lining. been that long. And um, actually, it was the Metro that contacted um, Disability News Service to ask um, who's running the campaign. Um, against the metro because they were a little bit hacked off and um, you know we said well we are and um, (laughs) you know it's um, yeah it's quite good I mean I've cleared out quite a few buses around my way um, of the metro and everything like that but some of the activists have experienced some issues at their train stations and I want to point out and highlight a couple and that's Sheffield Deepak have been harassed by some of the staff at um, Sheffield um, station who've been told that the campaign was pathetic and they need to get lives and um, Suffolk Deepak basically got told when they cleared out every single metro, so the station had none, that they were going to contact the police and hand over video video footage to the police. What? Um, for what? Sorry, yeah. for, sorry, Paula, for what purpose? What? For, for, for clearing the... out the metros, they got told it's not your property to clear out, it belongs to the station. What if they had um, a family of um, 200 family members who all wanted a copy of the metro, it being a yeah, free paper? Yeah, ba- basically, you know, I think Fucking one activist idiots. 
Yeah, so, and then um, this week, um, Sheffield Deepak um, were out uh, doing the the weekly visit to the station and have seen armed South Yorkshire police officers roaming around the station, which hadn't been, and they were seen around, loitering around the metro bins of, you know, so we've got pictures of them doing that. Now, South Yorkshire police have been contacted and they said, oh, we normally like patrol around the station, but they haven't been seen at Sheffield station before. So you can't say that that's not coincidence, but you can't really go on that. So that's their excuse anyway. But, you know, it's a bit weird that activists are turning up every week to get rid of the metros and, you know, the pressure's starting to be upped. And then last week, we went to the DWP at Caxton House to deliver a letter to Amber Rudd and we did a special delivery of, I don't know, it must have been getting on for over 2,000 copies of metros we'd collected from stations and that around South East London and we managed to get inside the reception area for several minutes where we were locked in. Yeah, I saw uh, this on social media and I, I yeah. mentioned it on the podcast last week, yeah. Yeah, and they ref- they flatly refused to um, let us leave. All we were doing was just dropping in a letter and dropping in 20 boxes of Metro papers. I mean, the th- the, 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 that was very legally dodgy ground that they were on yeah. there. Um, extremely, yeah. because they let you in the building with no issue. Um, yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it, it sounds like, Paula, it's, I mean, it's, it's obviously having an effect and it's obviously yeah. working. And from, from what I've seen on social media, it's one of the more prominent um, sort of campaigns that has been going at the minute. I mean, it, yeah. just in, in short, I mean, why is this particular campaign so important? What, what, what is so crucial about, about Dump Metro? I think it's what's so important is that, you know, pub- the members of the public believe the lies that mainstream media put in, you know, they take the money and print whatever, the, you know, the department tells them to. But what's interesting is the department logo is not on any of the adverts. So the DWP logo is not on these adverts. But I think what it's important, it gives, um, you know, it's we, we're just telling everybody you're out and about on your day to day lives joining the campaign it's open to everybody it doesn't matter if you're a man woman dog cat whatever help us help us dump the metro and i think you know while all this kerfuffle's going on with the tory leadership elections and everything else and stuff like that you know we've still got to continue the campaigns to resist the tory government whoever the next prime minister is that resistance will continue and we've got to you know show um, the government and the department of um, work and pensions that we're not terrified of them we won't run for a fight and we'll stick it to them and that you know i think this has been a brilliant campaign and like i say all hats off to sheffield deepak and jen and all the activists up there for for running with this we're just merely supporting them so you know a big high five to them really because they've done a fantastic job with this and loads of people we've had you know local councillors and everything helping us out train station staff bus 
you know unite staff have been helping us out and you know so i mean it's been really great the solidarity that we've had and everything from a lot of people on this absolutely i mean just to sum up the, obviously the the obvious way people can get involved is to take copies of the metro yes. from their train station but yes. what else what do you want people to do once they've done that um once they've taken their Recy- copies of the metro? recycle them mm-hmm. um so you can do your bit for the environment recycle them if you've got a cat um line your cat litter trays with them um be creative and make things make things out of uh out of them i'd say you know say like put a collage of all the dump metros you've collected and do photos or anything like that be creative and inventive make a little film about it what you're doing with them and uh use the hashtag dump dwp metro line so lies and there's there's a lot people could do with it so we've still got another three weeks of um the campaign and um it's great that alex tiffin's put in a freedom of information request to find out Mm. exactly how much the dwp have spent on this and i can imagine you know it's it's gonna be a hell of a lot but you know people are waking up to how horrendous this government are how horrendous the department are and they are not buying the lies that the dwp are having printed in the metro i think you know they are terrified of the campaigns that we run and so they should be absolutely and i hope they are paula thank you so much for summing up the campaign that's absolutely brilliant all the details to it will of course be in the show notes for the minute paula thank you so much it was a pleasure as always having you on topple uncaged you're welcome Time for you guys to be uncaged because Twitter chirps back. Yes, it is that time of the week again. It is Twitter chirps back where I hand over the reins to the news agenda to you guys. You give me your comments on the week's top stories and the Twitter thread that I start on Thursday night. I'll read them out on air. It is really that simple. Yes, and once again, I've got lots to get through this week, so I better rattle up my speaking speed. Let's begin with my old mucker, Alex Tiffin. That respect is vital. He runs the Universal Credit Sufferer website. He said, DWP errors costing $1.7 DWP wasting £200,000 fighting mums in court. Yellow vest silence. And PLP making up their own rules when they don't like an outcome. Alex, spot on, yes. You can check out his Twitter timeline for both those DWP stories. And yellow vest silence. Yes, exactly. This has gone unreported in the media for so many weeks now. One of the most effective movements of modern times happening in france and it is completely ignored well of course it's completely ignored we wouldn't want something like that starting up over here we're far happier with the cozy cuddly we love the police extinction rebellion aren't we and yes alex plp making up their own rules when they don't like an outcome where we all know what that's about Next up is I'm a JSA claimant. Hello, JSA. He says, gosh, where do I start? The two-child limit has come to sharp focus after research showed how damaging it has been to families and more importantly to children. Then we have the mentally ill man left to survive on £5.82 for a month after its sanction. Yes, I mentioned that earlier. And he continued, and then more research published this week shows that areas have been disproportionately hit by cuts of higher homeless deaths. And speaking of death, this week a homeless camp was arsoned in Ilford, resulting in one man being killed from 100% burns. <sighs> I'm a JSA claiming that is all absolutely staggering and of course you are spot on I'm a JSA claiming also linked to a report which was published yesterday into Universal Credit I will put that in the show notes another important read pouring more scorn on this flawed benefit thank you JSA really important stuff 
Paula Peters, disability rights activist, who you heard earlier on the show. Yes, she says, IDS is Boris' campaign manager. Think they should have the monster mash for him. Yeah, it just beggars belief. Ian Duncan Smith, he is the bad penny that keeps coming back, or rather the turd you cannot flush. Literally, can't get away from him. Benefits News, hello, Benefits News. They said, well, the terrible, terrible sibling loss of the unaffected, as too young, Hunt, now bound him into the PM slot. If Tory members see it as a sympathy card, in the correct context, of course, it's just a strange time to bring it up. Yeah, that is interesting. There's more on the story in the show notes, but of course, Jeremy Hunt, as Benefits News quite rightly points out, was he possibly playing the sympathy card with his quite upsetting family story? I don't know. I'm still in two minds as to whether Boris is too toxic for the Tories to actually allow to be Prime Minister. Mm, I'm not sure. I think he probably will creep in, but we will see how this progresses. Thank you, Benefits News. Uh, fifth cycler, hashtag GTTO at fifth cycler, hello. Um, he said, hashtag five pounds 82p needs a mention. Yes, done that already, but it's worth mentioning again. And he also put also the lack of anything worthy of the name satire on mainstream channels. Yes, um, yeah, I think if I got news for you, went down the shitter many years ago. Filmmaker extraordinaire, Merlin Norbury, at Merlin underscore Norbury. Hello, Merlin. He put Potent Official, yes, that's Potent Whisper, the rapper, has released a declaration of humanity and peace in Sudan. It's off the chain good and shows how we're funding a brutal nightmare. Yes, I will link to Potent's new song in the show notes. It is absolutely brilliant. I will try and get him on this podcast at some point soon to talk about it as well. Link to that track in the show notes. Brilliant stuff. St. Non, JC4PM, NHS. Um, hello, they said, I think Boris should catch a bus. Yes, that just about sums him up, doesn't it? Hopefully a bus to nowhere. Then we had Invisible Me, hashtag JC4PM 2019 at Carol's Mail 56. Hello, Carol. She says, top story for me is we don't want the whip withdrawn from Chris Williamson. As Labour members, it's our right to stand up for those who are blatantly being called out. Enough is enough. Yes, well, we've discussed this at length, but Carol, you're spot on. I think a majority of Labour members, judging by social media, which isn't always a proportionate representation of people, but the feeling seems to be that they don't want the whip withdrawn from Chris Williamson, nor they want him to remain in the party. It'd be very interesting if there was actually a survey of Labour members but we couldn't trust it from national opinion polling companies anyway but yes the feeling we're getting off social media activists and grassroots activists is at least chris williamson needs to stay then we had Citizen Cannon Bear. I'm sure that's from a Carry On film, isn't it, Citizen Cannon Bear? Yes. It was from Carry On, Don't Lose Your Head, if I'm correct. I will have to ask you on Twitter if you don't listen and hear my comment on that. Anyway, Citizen Cannon Bear said, Bit late to the party on this one, Steve, but I suggest yellow for the new media blue tick reds who've coloured us all surprised, brackets not, with their craven behaviour over the last few days. Ah, yes, spot on. I mentioned this in the introduction, yes, with Pulp's Common People as their song, those class carpet baggers, but yeah, they thoroughly expect themselves now haven't they and last one at least posters and me at posters and me hello posters and me they kind of they put this brilliant tweet in there actually and there was a bit of a thread going on which i suggest you check out but it was a link to the improving lives white paper from 2016 now if you don't know what this is it was a basically a policy document from the government saying how they're moving the dwp forward including nhs integration it is absolutely crucial that people are aware of this because it has set the agenda now for the next few years essentially the white paper was about bringing mental health support to the fore but in terms of physical illnesses and also actually bringing the DWP and the NHS together in co-working and psychocompulsion of claimants from putting DWP staff into hospital and doctor settings to the constant narrative of that work is a health outcome very intelligent tweet from you posters and me yes that improving lives white paper is crucial to understand what is happening in this country it's very important I will also link to an article I did about it on the show notes Otherwise, that is it. Thank you so much for all your comments this week. They are all excellent as always. You can get involved every Thursday evening. I put out a tweet. You reply to it. And don't forget, Question Time wouldn't give you this. And here's this week's banger in Revolutionary Birdsong. 
My guest on today's show is one half of the hottest hip-hop duo in the country. I've had them on the podcast before. It was a real pleasure chatting to them. And it's even more of a pleasure chatting to one half of them now because they are dropping this fantastic new track with, with slight political overtones. Just, just, <laughs> a, just a whiff of politics in there. And they have got loads of other stuff going on. I'm so pleased to have, well, him back on the podcast. The other member of this group is otherwise a bit busy, but he is here. It is Ross from the fantastic hip-hop duo Too Many T's. Ross, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. It's, it's like having an old friend back on chatting oh, to you. Oh, oh, mate, I wish... I'm just going to keep coming on and coming on for introductions like that, you bloody legend. <laughs> you have... I mean, this is... I love this so much. I saw... Um, It was our mutual friends, the Hemp Trading Company, who pointed me to this um, <laughs> after, a, after a certain um, incident... Um, in sort of North London um, last week it was um, where a certain politician um, had a knock from the police and a certain rapper was standing next door um, sort of singing a few verses uh, you've got this brilliant new track out um, which is a rap about Boris Johnson nonetheless yeah. um, we'll get into the sort of backstory of it in a minute but you've got this track out um, it's absolutely brilliant I love it um, as I always love all your stuff it, it, it is laid back hip pop perfection it's 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 gorgeous it, it's straight to the point um and yeah. always with you it's got these brilliant elements of humor embedded with him there's some absolutely fantastic lines in there about obviously his hair and his um what was it about his jaw that some <laughs> his ever flapping jaw his ever flapping jaw it's just it's lyrically perfection um <laughs> but what you've done and i have to say what you've also done which is a, a, a brilliant move both um, musically and artistically is you've got this humorous rap um, hip hop beats going on sort of the snare and the hi-hat usual procedure but then towards the end you go into this devastating sort of serious um, spoken word section where you don't rap as it is well for me it is spoken word and you sort of reel off all his horrendous misdemeanors and it's it's absolutely brilliant because you you, you take the listen through this voyage of humour and then suddenly yeah. you hit them with this really serious shit and it is serious you talk about what you said comments about dead bodies in libya you talk yeah. about 350 million pounds on the side of a bus um and it 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 just finishes the track perfectly because it makes such a strong point i i, I think it's extremely right. clever what you've done um i i mean i have to ask why now have you chosen to drop this is it, is it has he been pissing you off is, is has he been playing um i don't know well, uh, playing bark too loudly <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning next door to you and you've had enough awesome if it had been playing Bach, it could, yeah. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> why have you Why have you dropped this track Bach. now? <laughs> why um, have you dropped it now? Yeah, so so I mean, so we got back. Yeah, we got back off tour at end of April, and then this was. It wasn't until he'd been living next door to me. So it's in South London in Camberwell. Beg your pardon, that's right. And it, and it been and it been living next door to me for uh, since December, but we were away, so I, and I never knew, and then. And then, yeah, literally, like the, the, the track's really, really literal. And I came outside my house. I was on the way to a festival in May, and there was all these paparazzi, and I was like, what's going on? Like, And they're like, don't you know who lives next door to you? And I was like, no, I've lived here for nine years. Like, Who lives next door to me? And then they told me, and I was like, what? This is surreal. Boris Johnson lives there. Like, what? This is this is weird, man. So, like, so for the next, like, couple of weeks, I just, in my spare time, I started writing a few bars about it and, 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 and like started the, the rap and I thought, you know, I might put this out at some point. I'll just like 
squirrel away at it and just do little bits and bobs. And um, yeah, and I was just coming home one day from the studio and there was all the paparazzi outside. This is like last Friday. And um, and they started asking me questions. Did you hear anything about this row that happened? Like him and his girlfriend had a domestic. Um, and I was like, no, I don't know anything about it. There was like 50 of them there, you know, like it was big, big things. And they were like, what, what do you think about him? And I was like, well, I don't think much of him. In fact, I, th- I think a lot about him, actually, but <laughs> both not much and a lot. Um, I've started a rap about it and they were like, and then they also like looked really interested and I was like, and they were like, can you, there was a rendition of the rap about it and I was like, well, yeah, all right, I suppose so. And then they all gathered round. So so I just like, yeah, performed this, like what I had at the start was just like this little eight bar thing. And then, and then, yeah. And then it, and then it sort of got shared a lot on Facebook and and Twitter. And yeah, I think it's up to like 80, 90,000 views now or something. And Excellent. I've had lots of messages, lots of like hate, which I've never really had before. So it's been quite interesting and like, mm-hmm. um, lo- uh, and and not lots of hate to be fair. A lot of a lot of like people laughing and and calling me a hero, which is which is awesome. <laughs> um, but so yeah, so I've just thought I just thought I'll just finish it and make a and make a proper tune out of it. And yeah, and then when I was writing it, I was like, you know, I don't want to make this too silly and i kind of took some lines out i was kind of poking fun at him a bit about his appearance and i kind of took that out a little bit and toned that down and then i started reading a lot more about his misdemeanors like i knew about some of them but i didn't notice the extent of it and then i read some articles like from like his old boss at a paper he worked at about his like just incompetence and how he kind of flip-flops his kind of beliefs um and then this has sort of been prevalent all the way through his career lots of people have said it and then i was like wow and i was like do you know what this is interesting because everyone thinks he's super kind of just silly and goofy yeah you know he's got like the sort of tory mentality um we all know that he's sort of part of a club but um it's really interesting how how, how, he, how he plays it so that's what i tried to do in the song i was trying to be like you know so that he's goofy and then all his silly things, and then be like, wait a minute, but he's my next door neighbour, I can get him around for dinner, and get to know him properly, and then, and then I'll ask him all these things that I've read, and then it reels off, and it's literally just like, a list of like, 10 articles that I found, and Caroline Lucas's tweets, you know, it's all just stuff that's there, and uh, I just kind of reeled it off, and then, and then, it just got to the point where I was like, this is, it needs to make more impact, so I just started listing them off, and kind of took the beat out, and it just brings it to this point, where at the end, it's like, but he's a character <laughs> and back into the fun hook. So it's, you know, this is, it's like a metaphor for the whole situation that the song, you know, you summed up brilliant i mean that that is that is exactly what you have done and as i said it's a stroke of genius it's so well crafted um and even more impressive that you sort of had some sparse lyrics and then just after events that um happened last week you've you've turned it around and turned it into a complete track and you i mean you have you've got the point across the fact that he he comes across sort of bumbling and, and a bit goofy and a bit kooky and a bit eccentric when actually actually it, it it's it's a character caricature he's created for himself almost um and- yeah i think so you know and and like you know i mean he, he he might he might have a side of him that's like that's quite safe and funny to get on with you know like i could imagine like it being a bit of a laugh and i've had you know like but what he said and what he does and what he stands for or doesn't stand for is is all there for you to see as well you know and that's a huge character flaw and some of it's just 
like it's unbelievable that he might be the prime minister you know so it is, it is staggering isn't it um it's unbelievable that i might be writing a full takedown song about the next prime minister who lives next door the whole thing's a bit surreal <laughs> when you put it in those terms ross yeah, yeah it's kind of, it's very surreal actually um I, I can't even begin to imagine i mean briefly has it been a challenge turning it around this quickly because um we're recording this on um wednesday the 26th of june and we're recording it in the evening and you've just literally been filming the video today haven't you after sort of finishing the track over the past couple of days filming the video you've got to then get it all edited together i mean with the hopeful release date of the weekend and so it yeah. will hopefully have been released by the time this airs on sunday the uh, 30th of june was it a challenge doing it that quick yeah yeah, yeah man yeah. it's been it's just been it's just been a little bit stressful we're just sort of i don't know like me and long me and leon kind of do this if we get sort of something that we want to do we'll just do it until it's done sort of all around, all around the clock you know so um it's just been one of those man you just sometimes like pull pull all nighters and it's all a bit stressful but um you know i think it'll be worth it and i kind of want to get it done and out there now and then kind of get on with my normal life and making normal music you know <laughs> there is nothing normal about your music um ross thank you very much um what have, what have you got um, lined up just to just to finish this off ross what have you got lined up for the rest of 2019 so glastonbury thursday and friday and then you're jet setting off to berlin boris track is dropping is there going to be an album um out there is gonna be hey yes yeah there's gonna be an album so uh yes when uh on november the first remember remember the first of november yeah yeah and it's it's an interesting one man it's like uh we we played a lot in france last year um go out to france we've got a label out there released our album south city in, in france and um, and then we've been working with them on this new record, and it's a full collaborative album. So there's ten tracks, all with different French artists. Um, so like there's, I think in fact there's I think there's fifteen artists altogether. So we've got some guest vocalists, lots of different producers from like Chinese Man, like A State of Mind, um, Chill Bumper on there, Kathleen Wapalek, who's this really famous French rapper who's in- incredible. So it's a real like real mix of all different people and, and kind of different styles as well, man. It's like it's super it's it, we've been sort of tying it all together slowly and it's just coming together now we've got a few more weeks left to finish it and it's um it's sounding good that is so exciting i cannot wait to have an album from you guys i think that's going to be absolutely stunning i'm sure as is boris rap um it's that like i say it's absolutely brilliant the, the timing is um perfect and the track itself is perfection as well so i would urge listeners to go and get that all the links will be in the show notes to the track along with the video ross thank you so much for coming back on the podcast it's always great fun to chat to you you're such a lovely guy and it's always great fun please say hello to leon for me as well will do man absolute pleasure steve thanks for the the support man you're a legend no problems and you're coming back on november when the album drops boom today (laughs) ross too many teas thank you so much big love I love Too Many Teas, they're great and thank you so much Ross for coming on the podcast and I cannot wait for the new album to drop in November, that is going to be awesome but anyway, here it is, their latest track and it's a good one and the per- timing is extremely pertinent as well it is Too Many Teas with Boris Next Door Too Many Teas, Boris Next Door Boris, Boris, he lives next door with his big soppy hair and his devil's up in drawer Boris, Boris, he lives next door there's a bike outside but his money's offshore Boris, Boris, he lives next door I asked for 
to a festival and getting in my car When I saw a load of guys must be waiting for a star There was cameras in the hand and mama must have made it large Cause the paparazzi's here but those flashes didn't start And I heard a bumble grumble, I turned an early stumble I thought it was a womble but it's worse than Tory Dum Dum Lawn chair, backpack, nice bike, tight cast Boris Johnson's moved in, right next to my gas What do I do? I asked my friends on Facey They said throw a rave or egg that grown baby But why do that? He seems like such a nice guy I mean he used to smoke weed and he likes to score a try He's the king of eating mumble rap and likes to down a pint With that goofy charm and whipped him, nice but dim vibes Well that's what it seems, I mean I need to get to know him Invite him round for dinner, see what really gets him going I'll do a Sunday roast, that's a national dish Then I'll ask a few cues and do a factual fish Like, how did he get to 350 mil a week? Is his calculator broke or is his maths just weak? Because it seemed to add up fine when they needed DUP But really didn't work to find cash for OAPs And why has he voted for every single war? Do his friends have some shares in selling weapons or what? And does he really think that women can't control emotions? And why does he really, really, really hate foxes? And why does he change his mind seemingly at random? Like, one year pro EU, the next a Brexit hard man And why is he friends with that fascist Steve Bannon? Or think it's okay to say women wearing burkas look like letterboxes? Or use his telegraph column to cast doubt on climate change? Or think it's okay to joke about clearing away Libyan dead bodies? Or why almost everything he seems to do and say is for his own personal gain and not for the people he's supposed to be working for, us, the British people, who he seems to lie to every time he opens his mouth? But he's a character! Boris, Boris, he lives next door With his big floppy hair and his ever-flapping jaw Boris, Boris, he lives next door There's a bike outside but his money's offshore Boris, Boris, he lives next door I asked for some sugar but he said I'm too poor Boris, Boris, might come knocking on my door but And that's it. Series 2, Episode 9 of Top Line Caged is done. I'd like to thank my fantastic guests this week, the incredible Paul of Hits. Follow her on Twitter, it's at Paul of Hits 2. The superb Too Many Tees. Follow them on Twitter, it's at Too Many Tees. As always, behind the scenes, thank you to the love of my life, the gorgeous Nicola Jeffrey. You can follow her on Twitter, it's at Nicola C. Jeffrey. My man behind the booth, sound engineer Jeff Pause. Follow him on Twitter, it's at Pause with a Z Radio. And my in house singer, it's Ray Star Music. Follow her on Twitter, it's at Ray underscore Star 113. Thank you to the Canary for uncaging me. And don't forget, if you want real independent media, turn to us, not the rest of them. Uncaged.